Section 25 of A Failure of Initiative. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Maria Casper. A Failure of Initiative. Final Report of the Select Bipartisan Committee to Investigate the Preparation for and Response to Hurricane Katrina by the United States House of Representatives. Communications, Part 2. Destruction to communications capability, hindered command and control, and severely limited situational awareness. It sounds like it can happen again. How many local governments have a communications plan when everything fails? Representative Tammy Baldwin, Democrat, Wisconsin, Query during hearing, U.S. House of Representatives, September 7, 2005. In myriad ways, the vast destruction to the communications infrastructure, particularly those in Mississippi and Louisiana, negatively affected first responders and local and state governments' attempts to establish command and control. It also limited, and sometimes precluded them, from achieving and maintaining situational awareness. In New Orleans and along the Gulf Coast, the National Guard and first responders were forced to rely on paper relays or face-to-face -face communications to convey critical information between emergency operation centers and the field. This drastically slowed the pace at which those in the EOCs became aware of situations throughout their respective areas of responsibility. It delayed the delivery of direct assistance where it was most needed, and it hindered the ability to forward requests to state or federal agencies that might have been able to help. In the Louisiana State EOC, the communications problems were so severe that state officers could not reliably communicate with local officials, others in the state government, or federal officials, exacerbating the already severe problems with situational awareness. On Tuesday, August 30th, FEMA Deputy Federal Coordinating Officer Philip E. Parr traveled by helicopter to the New Orleans Superdome. His mission there was threefold. 1. Form a unified command with the state as represented by the Louisiana National Guard and the City of New Orleans. 2. Maintain visibility of commodities ordered. and 3. Build out a base from which FEMA teams could be formed to locate and assist in the hardest-hit parishes. But according to Parr, his ability to accomplish those goals were hindered by the lack of appropriate communications, as mentioned in his statement, to accomplish these goals we were to meet a mobile emergency operations and communications vehicle, and use that as a base of operations and communication. Due to extensive flooding in the city, our communications vehicle was unable to enter the dome, and this severely hampered our operations. First responders' ability throughout the Gulf Coast to communicate across a broad range or distance and gain control of an incident was compromised when power was lost and many had only their mobile, cellular phones available. 
because these phones run on batteries they lose power the longer first responders have to use them in lieu of other means and as a result have shorter and shorter ranges over which they can operate as their batteries run down in mississippi major general harold a cross the state's adjutant general told select committee staff that the national guard forward operating units on the coast were unable to establish and maintain meaningful communications with mema or governor barber for the first forty-eight hours following landfall as a result their initial activities were based on executing pre-landfall assignments and reacting to events on the ground as they found them they acted with initiative exacerbating the situation and unknown to cross the company providing the satellite service to his phones mobile venture satellites had not informed the guard that it had changed the contact numbers on two of the guards satellite phones as a result no one attempting to reach these phones one with the guard's director of military assistance lieutenant colonel lee smithson the officer responsible for coordination of the guard's materials and assets during the response and recovery effort and another at the stennis space center commodities distribution center could get through the guard did not learn of the change until two days into the response when the state national guard's assistant adjutant general general plaint finally spoke with smithson to ask why he was not answering his satellite phone smithson contacted the satellite phone company and was only then informed of the number change because of this failure to notify the guard of two number changes those who needed to reach two of the most important people or places involved in the response did not have the correct numbers to do so this contributed to the problems and delays experienced during commodity coordination and distribution efforts experienced in mississippi these types of problems are further discussed in the command and control chapter fema prepositioned communications assets but not in new orleans where the need became exceptionally critical fema partially anticipated that communications infrastructure particularly the parts dependent on electric power would be needed in the gulf coast and prepositioned with each of the three states eocs and mers detachment mers detachments are designed to provide rapid multimedia communications information processing logistics and operational support to federal state and local agencies during catastrophic emergencies and disasters they do so in part by providing mobile telecommunications operational support life support and power generation for on-site disaster management this includes satellite telephone and video hookups former fema director michael brown testified in hindsight fema should have prepositioned an mers detachment in new orleans brown stated in terms of communications one of the things that i didn't mention in the litany of things that we prepositioned is something called our mers unit our mobile emergency response system those are vehicles that are command and control units that have satellite hookups telephone hookups video hookups enable us to do communications 
i prepositioned those in all three states so that we would have communications wherever we needed it i eventually sent one of those command units in fact it's one of the largest ones we have called red october i eventually sent one of those into new orleans for mayor nagin to use in retrospect i wish i had done that four days earlier had i done it four days earlier though guess what it probably wouldn't have gotten there so now i'm second-guessing myself and perhaps i should have prepositioned it there before katrina made landfall but again that's not the role of the federal government that's mike brown monday morning quarterbacking having seen everything that took place and trying to figure out okay now seeing everything that did not work in louisiana if i had known that beforehand what could i have done as a result one of the federal assets that might have allowed fema and the local and state governments to work around the damage to the communication systems and gain situational awareness about conditions in new orleans was not present arguably this instance of a failure of initiative leaving an mers detachment outside of the city exacerbated the degree to which the massive damage to the local communications infrastructure delayed the ability of fema to learn of or confirm events on the ground in new orleans and act accordingly communications and coordination was lacking pre-planning was lacking we were not prepared for this william m loki fema federal coordinating officer in louisiana testimony before u s senate january thirtieth two thousand six poor situational awareness and its resulting effect on command and control contributed to the negative effects of inaccurate media reports because public officials lacked access to the facts to address media reports throughout the early days of the response media reports from new orleans featured rampant looting gunfire crime and lawlessness including murders and alleged sexual assaults at the superdome and convention center few of these reports were substantiated and those that were such as the gunfire were later understood to be actually coming from individuals trapped and trying to attract the attention of rescuers in helicopters officials on the ground in new orleans interviewed by select committee staff stated that the media greatly exaggerated reports of crime and lawlessness and that the reports from the convention center and superdome were generally unsubstantiated of the six deaths in the superdome none were crime related five were due to medical reasons and one was a suicide in some cases the media's coverage of its own performance well after the fact showed many of these reports from the early days after katrina were false in december reason online reported that on september first twenty-four hours after hurricane katrina ripped through new orleans the associated press newswire flashed a nightmare of a story katrina evacuation halted amid gunfire shots are fired at military helicopter that article flew across the globe via at least a hundred and fifty news outlets from india to turkey to spain 
within twenty-four hours commentators on every major american television news network had helped turn the helicopter sniper image into the disaster's enduring symbol of dysfunctional urbanites too depraved to be saved like many early horror stories about ultra-violent new orleans natives whether in their home city or in far-flung temporary shelters the a p article turned out to be false evacuation from the city of new orleans was never halted according to officials from the coast guard fema and the louisiana national guard the only helicopter airlifts stopped were those by a single private company acadian ambulance from a single location the superdome and acadian officials who had one of the only functional communication systems in all of new orleans during those first days were taking every opportunity to lobby for a massive military response more important there has been no official confirmation that a single military helicopter over new orleans let alone a national guard chinook in the pre-dawn hours of september first was fired upon the air force to which the air national guard reports also has no record of helicopter sniping we investigated one incident and it turned out to have been shooting on the ground not at the helicopter air force major mike young told the new york times on september twenty ninth aside from the local national guard the other government agency with scores of helicopters over new orleans was the u s coast guard which rescued more than thirty three thousand people coast guard helicopters says spokeswoman jolie shiflet were not fired on during hurricane katrina rescue operations the national guard have landed in the city of new orleans these troops are fresh back from iraq well trained experienced battle tested and under my orders to restore order in the streets they have m-16s and they are locked and loaded these troops know how to shoot and kill and they are more than willing to do so if necessary and i expect they will governor kathleen b blanco but the basic premise of the article that introduced the new orleans helicopter sniper to a global audience was dead wrong just like so many other widely disseminated katrina nightmares no seven-year-old rape victim with a slit throat was ever found even though the atrocity was reported in scores of newspapers the convention center freezer was not stacked with thirty or forty dead bodies nor was the superdome a live-in morgue according to officials on the ground in new orleans interviewed by select committee staff and subsequent media reports erroneous or exaggerated reporting of conditions in new orleans created anxiety and fear among those sheltering at the superdome and convention center delayed some critical elements of the response effort and discouraged some residents in dry neighborhoods from evacuating the city media reports described how bell south evacuated its personnel from their emergency operations center near the superdome under armed escort due to security concerns reportedly company officials worried about the center being targeted by unruly individuals gary ludgood vice president for integrated network planning and implementation for bell south stated 
we chose to evacuate our employees before anything happened officials interviewed by select committee staff said some of the media reporting made the crowds in the superdome anxious and scared away truck drivers carrying critical commodities these same officials indicated some residents of the city in areas not flooded were reluctant to evacuate because of these reports choosing instead to stay behind to protect their belongings reason online reported on the effect of radio broadcasts containing erroneous reports the information vacuum in the superdome was especially dangerous cell phones didn't work the area's public address system wouldn't run on generator power and the law enforcement on hand was reduced to talking to twenty thousand evacuees using bullhorns and a lot of legwork a lot of them had am radios and they would listen to news reports that talked about the dead bodies at the superdome and the murders in the bathrooms of the superdome and the babies being raped at the superdome major ed bush public affairs officer for the louisiana national guard says and it would create terrible panic i would have to try and convince them that no it wasn't happening the reports of rampant lawlessness especially the persistent urban legend of shooting at helicopters definitely delayed some emergency and law enforcement responses reports abounded from places like andover massachusetts of localities refusing to send their firefighters because of people shooting at helicopters the national guard refused to approach the convention center until september second one hundred hours after the hurricane because we waited until we had enough force in place to do an overwhelming force lieutenant general h stephen bloom chief of the national guard bureau told reporters on september third one of my good friends colonel jacques thibodeau led that security effort major bush says they said jacques you got to get down here and sweep this thing he said he was braced for anything and he encountered nothing other than a whole lot of people clapping and cheering and so glad that they were here i certainly saw fights but i saw worse fights at a cubs game the people never turned into these animals they are been cheated out of being thought of as these tough people who looked out for each other we had more babies born in the superdome than we had deaths major ed bush l a national guard mississippi government officials echoed these concerns even drivers coming into mississippi were dissuaded by the media reports in new orleans a lot of them ended up demanding military escorts they'd call and say we've been hijacked or we ran out of gas on highway forty nine or fifty nine when help arrived they'd admit that that wasn't the case that they just wanted an escort obviously this situation impeded just-in-time logistics ebert said we were going to protect the lives of our residents it's impossible to know what happened unless you were here at the time you don't know what to believe but you don't want to be in a place to find out if what you heard is true ronnie harris mayor the local state and federal officials directing the response in new orleans had too little factual information to address and if need be rebut without sufficient working communications capability to get better situational awareness 
the local state and federal officials directing the response in new orleans had too little factual information to address and if need be rebut what the media were reporting this allowed terrible situations the evacuees fear and anxiety in the superdome and convention center to continue longer than they should have and as noted delayed response efforts by for example causing the national guard to wait to assemble enough force to deal with security problems at the convention center that turned out to be overstated for further discussions of exaggerated media reports see the law enforcement chapter end of section twenty five